Zero. like a gnat on a fly's I mean, a fly on a, a gnat on a cow's I mean, I, that, that, that was one of the most impressive plays I've ever seen a player make. From the one-yard line is Javarian Price. 10, 15, 20. Cut back to the middle. Uh-oh, 30. There he goes. 40, far side of the field. 50, far numbers. 40, 30. It's a foot race. 20, 10. And he will win. Yes! Touchdown, Irish. 99 yards. Snap is down. The kick is up. The kick is no good. It's no good. And the Browns will beat the 49ers. He pushed it wide to the right. I suck today. We suck today. It was awful from the get-go. Can't play like that. Didn't start fast. We didn't pick it up in the middle, and we didn't finish strong. And Tavares hits it deep to right field. Back goes Tucker. He turns, he looks, and that ball is history. There's the first postseason home run for Leody Tavares. It gives the Rangers a 2 to nothing lead. The payoff pitch. He struck him out swinging, and the Rangers have drawn first blood. They have shut out the Astros 2 to nothing. This ain't Norman, Oklahoma. This is Los Angeles. And the people here are very sophisticated. Hour three, T-Row in the morning show. We do refer to ourselves as A1 in turkey bacon. So <laughs> maybe Greg Katz is on to something. <laughs> right. High of 64 and sunny today. Look, I Saturday, am not sophisticated. No, you, you're a, you go to the lake every weekend. Exactly. Have a floating trash can that your son made from <laughs> things he found at the dumpster. No, he didn't make that out of the things he found at the dumpster, but close mm. enough. Close I enough. I pick up coins and drive-throughs. <laughs> We're having a hard time refuting this guy's statement. <laughs> it's true. Sooners and Knights coming up Saturday. Uh, high of 84 Saturday afternoon, Teach. It's looking like another delightful day for football. That's Will you be in attendance? I believe so. 
I think just so. Waiting to we'll see, see if those free tickets come through yet. Uh, I was or not. waiting to see about that. Yeah. Hey, by the way, uh, someone had texted something earlier on the text line, and if you are coming, well, if you're local or you're coming from out of town for the game for the homecoming festivities, those are now Friday night. They have moved it to Friday night for the parade and everything, so that mm. will not be before the game on Saturday. They're doing the first ever glow in the dark parade on Saturday night. I think it starts at like eight or eight thirty, something like glow that. Glow in the dark parade. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. They've changed and uh, nice. decided with the eleven a.m. kickoff. You know what? We're not having a parade at, you know, 7.30 in the morning. We're going to do this the night before and go glow Take in the dark. Take that, schedule makers. Yeah. Or so. networks, whoever. So those those festivities will be the night before. What time is it? I think 8 o'clock is what I saw. 8 to, like, 8.30, 8.45. Well, it's going to have to be dark, so you can't, you can't have it too early. Um, and it starts where? Uh, let me see here. I'm looking it up so you get the exact sign here. Uh week of Friday, the Glow Parade, 8 to 8.30. Uh, parade route will begin on north on Elm Street, turning east on Boyd, south on the uh, Oval until the parade ends with floats at the North Oval. So 8 to 8.30 is what it's listed here yeah. on the, the schedule. Good Glow information. Parade. Good information, TJ. Do me a favor, if you wouldn't mind. Will you uh, look up the name of the kid from London that just committed to OU? The uh, offensive lineman, I'm going to need that in just a second, okay? Okay. Maybe you've already got it, I don't know. Ref Royal Rumble update for this week. Um, all of our hosts competing head-to-head in a season-long picks contest. Uh, Teddy Lehman had the best week. He's the only one of us that hit his upset. He had Iowa State to knock off Cincinnati, and they did. He got three points. He did not get his luck. One, two, three, four, five of us hit our lock. TJ and the chairman locked Tennessee minus the two, as did Chris Plank and Tyler McComas. They all got a point. Josh Helmer locked Ohio State. They covered. I locked uh, locked Washington. They barely covered. So all of us got one point. We didn't get our upsets. Drake, Parker, Travis, and Steelman, zeros this week which means our updated through seven weeks Ref Royal Rumble standings look like this, and we now have a commanding leader. The Butkus and Bednarik Award winner, Ted Lehman, has moved in front by four points. He's got 15 points. Second place, Chris Plank with 11. Third place, the defending champion, Travis Davidson, and Josh Helmer tied with 10 I'm in fifth place with nine and a half. Thanks a lot, Parker. TJ in sixth place. TJ in the chairman, I should say, with nine. Parker in seventh place with seven. In eighth place, Drake and Tyler tied with six. And the still man in the basement with four, asking if he can just be relegated now. There are your updated Ref Royal Rumble standings. Um, I mean, we got a ways to go here, Teach, but Teddy has taken control of this thing. Something's going on. Something's fishy. Well, he's picked OU every week until this week. <laughs> and OU has covered every game, so he's got a solid strategy. Okay, you got the uh, kid there? Yeah, I've got uh, him pulled commit- up here. Well, I just need I need you to say his name. I'm gonna play the interview here. Uh, I believe the last name Daniel is the first name. 
Yep. Akinakumi? Is that how you say it? Nope, not at all. But no? people get the idea. <laughs> I don't remember how Travis said it on Friday. He, he was on the NFL Network yesterday morning. Was he really? Yes. Uh, you know, they had that London game. Yeah, right. They've been having this London series. And he's uh, Kevin Harlan's daughter. Olivia, I believe is her name, is a sideline reporter over there, Sky Sports NFL Network. Uh, she interviewed him before the game about coming to OU. I think you'll like this, Teach. Very well-spoken. He's got the accent. Okay, I'm looking forward to this guy getting here. here here's, uh, here's, the, here's the guy, TJ. He just butchered his name. No, Daniel is the most highly recruited player in the Academy's history, over 30 scholarship offers. And it was a big deal because this week he finally decided a very highly anticipated decision, the University of Oklahoma. What made OU and Coach Venables stick out? I feel like um, OU was an amazing place. From me going on my visit, it was actually amazing. Like, promotion of winning that game 73-0 was crazy. Like, see the team through that much was crazy. Uh, watching film with Coach Vinovo, he, he is, he's the best coach. Like, I now understand why he's developed such amazing talent in the NFL and why that's already because he loves the details. He loves the game of football. And I feel like the whole team this year are in it to win it. They're ready to go out and win national championships. Like, OU is coming. OU's coming. OU's here. They just had a huge win over Texas, the Red River rivalry. One day you're going to play in that game. So exciting as they join the SEC especially. What do you look forward to most in that freshman year? I feel like showing our talents. Like, to show the world that anyone can play the sport. Like, it's not going to only be me. It's going to be other people later on down the line. But... I'm just like a testimony to show that it can be done, and I'm just ready to play and show what we can do. So am I right? The first time you saw an American football game in person in the States was your recruitment visit at Oklahoma? Yes, it was amazing. That was my first ever college football game. Like, it's crazy to think I watched that game, and now I'm going to probably be in it next year. Like, that's crazy. How do you describe the recruitment process? Because it is so big. I don't think a lot of people know how well they treat you like rock stars. Yeah. The recruitment process is, is insane. Like, you get treated like a star. You are the star in the moment in, in that period of time. And I feel like you have to try and see behind the stuff and try and see who's real and who's fake. Because a lot, a lot of these recruitment visits, they do a lot of fake things to lure you in. But you have to hide and see through all of that and see who's real. And I feel like with OU, that was a real place for me. I told you off air, my mom went to OU. I've been there plenty, so I think you chose well. Do you have a lot of pressure to represent the academy and European players? I feel like there's not a lot of pressure. I'm just playing the sport. Like, I love the sport and want to start keep on growing the sport to a point where everyone's going to love the sport and we're going to naturally have people more like me to come out, get scholarships. It's going to start to become a pipeline of Division One, Division Two, II, Division Three players. And it's going to be incredible. Like, to get to a point where we have multiple players like Emmanuel, we have VO, we have Kofi, who are all like these big-time Division One schools. It just goes to show that we can do it, and there are more coming. Now the next step is for us to be in the NFL and for us to come and play in the stadium one day. Daniel, thank you. Best of luck to you moving forward. Enjoy Norman, Oklahoma. I know you will. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. I love the accent. He's not a football player. I love it. It's you got to see the video because he's a giant of oh, a human I, I being. I saw him when he did his commitment. Yeah, he's massive. He's a huge guy. When he talks, you you envision this tiny soccer player because <laughs> of his accent. But he's just grinning from ear to ear. He's so excited, 
to be coming to OU. He's seen college football. He can't wait to be a part of it. And they say we're not sophisticated here. I think he'll instantaneously make us more sophisticated, right? He has he has tea. Um, absolutely, absolutely. We will have tea. Yes, in the OU locker room every Daniel. afternoon. Yeah. Tea with Daniel. Uh, TJ, can you turn off the um, everybody? I need to just oh, ask yeah. you a question real fast about Daniel. Let's see if here. this new I rewired it. Hopefully, this one button works. Mm-hmm. All right, go ahead. We need to make sure he has a good support system. Because when he gets over here, uh, Bill Biedenbow is going to be a different person than the one that recruited him. <laughs> it could be a shock to the system for young Daniel. She was such a pleasant man before. I was a star. I was a star when I came over here. I love Bill Biedenbow. We need to make sure that young man has a good support system. He's going to be long, far from home, okay? okay. It's going to be a shock. All right, turn this back on. Hope that worked. I'm glad. Last time you forgot to turn us back on. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, game two coming up this afternoon. Rangers-Astros. That'll be on Fox at 3.30. Game one of the NLCS tonight, 7 o'clock on TBS. Phillies-Diamondbacks. You're going for Arizona, I would assume, in the NLCS, right? No? I don't know. No. Well... Arizona kicked the Rangers' butts in late September. So that's my most recent memory of them. But Philly Philly and the Rangers seem like they're the two teams that have everything going for them. Things have clicked chemistry-wise. Their fans are completely nuts. Bryce Harper's on a tear. So that's probably the right answer is Arizona, yes. But, man, a Phillies-Rangers World Series would be fun. I agree that it would be fun, and I think the Phillies will probably win. But Arizona has just beaten the Central champions and the Western champions with ease. So they've got some pretty good chemistry and momentum going right now. You're right. You're right. I've just always seen Arizona as a boring franchise. Even back Agreed. with the Randy Johnson, Kurt Schilling run, and they won the World Series, they just. I think they're a boring, boring city. I think that's maybe what it is. Like the yeah. Cardinals. No yeah. offense to Kyler. Like Kyler put some spice in that place, but mm-hmm. uh, uh, Phoenix. Who needs it? <laughs> it's just hot. It's just hot and a bunch of retirees out there. Uh, I have tweeted out, by the way, the updated King of the Mountain standings. Nobody picked tonight's game. So Monday night football is irrelevant for our Carlsbad management group King of the Mountain contest. Cowboys Chargers tonight on Monday night football. 102 remaining on the mountain this week. If you believe uh, we've got you wrong, Look over the list of uh, who's been eliminated in week six, if we made a mistake or anything along the way. Just text TJ on the text line. We'll get it corrected. But, uh, boy, the Bills almost did us, or the Giants, I should say, almost did us a massive solid last night, TJ. If they could have just scored on that final play. Horrendous. Uh, I know you were watching the baseball game. Yeah. Horrendous execution at the end of the first half by the Giants. Or theoretically, they could have just kicked a field goal to win that game at the end. They had, I want to say, 15-ish seconds left. One yard line. 
and Tyrod Taylor audibled to a run play, and it got stuffed. and had no timeouts, couldn't get off another play. Uh, moron. The coach, Dayball, is just killing him going off the field to the locker room. Like, what are you doing? So uh, the Giants haven't scored a touchdown now in, like, I can't, he said it last night, Tariko, like 205 consecutive minutes. Which I they're said, six, what? Uh, offensive touchdown. There's 60 minutes at a football game, folks. So three, uh, three and a half almost football games. They haven't scored an offensive touchdown. But they didn't. The Bills won. So we're da- we got 102 remaining through six weeks of the NFL. We'll be back. The T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you every day by the Riverwind Casino and Hotel, OKC's number one gaming destination. The one for entertainment. The one for games. The one for fun. Riverwind Casino, simply the best. WTJ back with you. This hour brought to you by RK Black. Leading provider of office technology solutions to small and medium-sized businesses in Oklahoma and Kansas. Some of those uh, include copiers, fax, printer, scanner, document management. They do it all. Great customer service over there at RK Black to rkblack.com, 405-943-9800. Let's see here. Knippelmeyer Chevrolet Let's see what you got text there. line. What do you got there, Teach? Uh... BFC says Katie looked smoking hot at the concert Friday. Unlike on, Miss man. Cement, she wasn't dressed scantily. <laughs> she was smoking hot Friday night. Uh, you were correct on that, BFC. So take me through uh, the night. You guys drive to uh, Toby Keith's, as is your Oklahoma City concert ritual. Right. You share nachos, as is your Oklahoma City concert ritual. Right. You're not allowed to sit at the bar. You have to wait for a table. Now we did sit at the bar, though, like the booths oh. by the bar, yeah. No friends, just the two of you? Just the two of us, yeah. And then you walk over to the arena? Correct. No friends, just the two of you? Correct. We saw people that we knew over there, but we weren't with them. Lower bowl tickets? No, we go 200 level at Paycom. <laughs> I like okay. the view from the suite levels. Explain to it. Oh, yeah. sweet level. Yeah. Okay, I see. That makes sense. You're with the wealthier class of people there. <laughs> you don't have to, you know, be touched by the unwashed masses. <laughs> That's exactly right. There's probably caviar and cocktail shrimp and stuff there yeah, for you as well. Cleaner restrooms. Cleaner things restrooms. Like that. Shorter lines. Yeah. And uh, that's it. You know, friends, you just the two of you took in the Al Dean concert. Yeah. Saw then, Drake's uh, mom there that dancing night. Dancing afterward? No, just went back and to the house home. and went went okay. to bed. Yeah. No boot scooting? Yeah. No exciting story you to, go give to Cowboys? You, or anything. you didn't go no. to Cowboys afterwards? No, no. Just All right. Headed back to the house and that was it. You saw Drake's mom, you said. Yeah. Drake's mom was there. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Well, Drake wasn't there because he's at Disney. He was at Disney, yeah. Yeah, of course. So, but, uh, yeah. Okay, go saw ahead. Some, no further questions. a few other friends, so, yeah. Uh, What's Fra- the next big concert coming to town, by the way? Uh, Cody Johnson in December is the next one we've got tickets for, I believe. So I'm going to Paycom this weekend. Oh, you you got the big comedy show this weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Nate Bargatze's coming That's to right. town this weekend. 
That'll be him. fun. That'll be fun. I hope so. I'm looking forward to getting my laugh on. You going to uh, Toby Keith's sharing some nachos beforehand? No, we are going out to eat with my sister and my brother-in-law wow, before the concert. You. Look at you. Can't but go we are not going alone. to Toby Keith's. New restaurant she's been wanting us to try out, so we're going to go try it out. Gosh, your sister's so bossy. Always making you go to these new places and stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, frat, bo- frat bro Mark says, I'm fixing to open a can on that sophisticated guy. Who is that cat? Well, that's exactly his name. This ain't Norman, Oklahoma. This is Los Angeles. And the people here are very sophisticated. Can you imagine his, I guess, he, as far as I know, he doesn't have Twitter, so that's probably a good thing. But can you imagine his inbox and everything today? <laughs> he's just getting destroyed. And he's loving it. Greg Katz it. is his name, K-A-T-Z. Uh, people out west have learned, uh, just mention Oklahoma, you get great response from it. So, Yeah. William the innkeeper says, propose to my wife at Paseo Grill. Hey now! It's a very romantic place. Food is great, too. If you just wanted to be curtained in somewhere, you should have just proposed in the shower, William. What's your deal with the, the curtain? <laughs> what have you? What? Like what's someone your... text in. I'm, what, if I want to eat in the shower, I'll stay home. <laughs> it's very romantic. <laughs> How can that USC guy tell us we're unsophisticated when we have cabaret coming to Norman, old chum? Exactly right. <laughs> that is very well said. That is right. Life is a cabaret. Uh, shark, I'm with you, Toby. I picked up a dime coming out of Wally World yesterday. Oh, that's disgusting. I keep my coinage for gas. I pick up tanks worth of gas every year. Smart man. Gross. I am not picking up a coin. You got to realize, folks. TJ sits in the 200 section of Paycom Center, <laughs> so he can't be bothered with actually getting. Helping the budget. Gross. I got to write down 200 section at Paycom. <laughs> Demands. Seats. <laughs> Did you say demand seats? Yeah. Yeah. In 200 suite section. Plus, I have to have in uh, aisle seats. I will not sit in the middle of an aisle. So. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Must sit on the aisle. Okay, got it. Uh, someone, uh, Chris in Germantown, wanting to know if you ever got paid for your professorship. Not yet. Nope. <laughs> They're still looking into. I, uh, I did call someone Friday and just get. I was like, "Am I supposed to be doing this for free?" And they're like, "We'll see." Uh, do not congratulate me for that. Nothing has been accomplished yet. So if you're trying to jinx me or thinking I'm celebrating as if they have won something, that is not the case. They're simply one step closer, okay? Is that Brett congratulating I don't know you who for it is. the Rangers it winning the World Series? Yeah, they don't have it signed, but that's what they said, yeah. He said he's going to congratulate you every day just to try to jinx your team. Well, Brett, if you jinx me, we will fight, and mm-hmm. I throw fists. I kind of like your chances with him. He's just fresh off back surgery, so yeah. Well, you got a yeah, shot. I know at that where one. his weakness is. 
Mm-hmm. Watching those Hail Mary getting caught made me really appreciate why I was so scared during the Texas Hail Mary. That's right. You don't slap it right, or there's one person in well, the— Houston uh, got spot, one last week, too. And that guy was just, you know, half-yard line in the right spot, just kind of running through the play, and just, boom, it lands right in his arms. So, yeah, I mean— That sure. OU-Texas game felt like a game where it might end on a caught Hail Mary. Sure, absolutely. Nobody left thinking that game was over. Uh. I got Californians are so sophisticated. They they brought in this corny mini championship wrestling ring at the halftime of the Rams Cardinals game. This ain't Norman, Oklahoma. This is Los Angeles, and the people here are very sophisticated. Toby, in your list of teams, you forgot James Madison and Liberty are also both undefeated. Oh, okay. Come on, show some love. That's my bad. I was uh, just looking at the top twenty-five, so. Way to go, Liberty Flames and the James Madison Dukes. Uh, donuts, Are they the Dukes? I believe they're the Donuts. That's Dolly Madison. Oh, uh, Dolly. <laughs> What's James Madison? Go ahead. I'm going to look up James Madison's nickname. Uh, good morning, fellas. Any chance either of you caught the Coach Prime spoof on SNL? It was hilarious. Council Bluffs sooner. I saw it. I saw the, some Travis Kelsey stuff, but I did not see a prime uh, clip. Keenan Thompson was being. Uh, of course he was. Was being uh, Dion. <laughs> Keenan, Keenan's been on uh, SNL now since he was 12, and he's Decades. now 63. So <laughs> uh, It's pretty funny. Mule Shoe with uh, such beautiful words of encouragement, recalling the last night he took an L in Stillwater while taking a match. Uh, hold on here. Something's jumping in on me. While taking a match to the best job he ever had while trying to justify the Notre Dame loss after the game Sunday. Uh, the video of Caleb and his body language as Lincoln's talking and Caleb's sitting there swaying back and forth. It's uh, almost such an odd setup. Like they were both, the two players are standing on each side of him like they're the guards like they're or guards, something. Security guards, yes. Uh, Dukes, I was right. James Madison's the Dukes. Um, yeah, it was odd. It's the whole situation. That whole thing is odd. I don't know. Here's what Lincoln had to say, by the way. Get that feeling of, well, you're a long, long, long ways away, and the reality is we're not that far away. <laughs> we're close. We're this close. Mm-hmm. Have you? Did you read his uh, L.A. Times long story that they did on him? I don't read long stories. I don't anymore, either. TJ. I, I read 140 characters. I skimmed through it. I did not read the whole thing because it was a very long article. Uh, but basically, it said, uh, "I don't like coaching." I don't like uh, being in the uh, spotlight. I'm cashing checks until I can retire early. Basically what he said. I assume you're paraphrasing. I'm paraphrasing, but that's basically what the article said. If I can get to the NFL, I'm going to. The checks are bigger there, and I won't have to coach as long. So, basically what he said. Okay. Uh, Not sure about sophisticated. But they won't run cover for Lincoln like our media did. We're called idiots if we said one bad thing about LR. We were called morons when we booed a lower-end P5 quarterback. We may be morons, but we can tell still what good football is. There's a lot there. I'm not going to argue with that person. But there's a lot there that's stupid in that text message. <laughs> that, that, is a, that person was stupid when Lincoln's here, and they're still stupid. I'm sure they're a good person, but that's a stupid text message. Uh, Spence and Tulsa's happy. He says, afternoon tea will definitely make us more sophisticated. Oh, I can't wait. 
T with Akinkumi. I think that's how you say his name. Uh, Toby, I got out of my car at the drive-thru for a dollar bill and found two quarters and a dime as well. Bleep you. (laughs) (laughs) Influence. I'm I'm shaping the minds. (laughs) Uh, Turnbow Turnbow in OKC says, Daniel, son, block left, block right. Mm. Yeah. Mm. All right. Break time, 835. We'll be back. The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. Had the week off last week. We're back at it tonight. Come on out. Join us. 6 o'clock huddle. 7 o'clock Brent Venable's show. I believe it is Gabe Eichard and Trevor Knight with me tonight for the huddle. Obviously, Teddy Lehman with us for the Brent Venable Show tonight, 6 o'clock, 7 o'clock. You can join us live and have some great barbecue while you watch. You can watch live on ESPN Plus or listen across the Sooner Radio Network. Got to give a shout-out to my guys out at the trails, Teach. I had a blast this weekend in the... Uh, Senior Golf yeah, Club Championship. How'd you do? How'd you do? We haven't got into that yet. We mentioned it earlier, but you didn't say how you did. Very nervous on Saturday for my first round, uh, and I started off uh, very shaky, and then rallied and played okay. And then I was uh, in one of the final groups on Sunday because of how I played on Saturday, and was again just very, very nervous. And did not play as good on Sunday. I did I did fine. I didn't embarrass my family, but I had a great time. It was I tell you, man, with the uh that I haven't been in a uh, you know tournament competition like that in golf. I was telling my daughter how she was laughing at me because she does it all the time. I was like, Holy cow, those like three footers are very nerve wracking when you've actually gotta make them. You can't just say, Ah, that's good, you know. <laughs> She's laughing at me and everything. But, no, the guys out there, uh, I played with Scott and Mark and Kendall, and we had a great time. Had a great time, and I'll probably never get to do that again. I'm sure the schedule will never work out, or it might be a while anyway, to where it happens on a bye week, but um, it was a lot of fun. A lot of fun. And you survived. I survived. I had a disastrous hole yesterday, or I would have done pretty good, but I uh, – but I suck, so I had a disastrous hole. So <laughs> it was fun, though. A there's lot a, of fun. There's a reason why you're not on the senior tour. So yeah, that's right. Uh, we got listeners right now. I'm looking at the map. We got a listener in Sweden. We got one in Germany. We got one in Switzerland. Let me cl- zoom, zoom in here on Europe a little more. What do we got? Uh, Holland, Belgium. Let me go over here. Give me a region of the country, TJ, or state or something. Let me focus in on something here in the United States. What do we? Uh, what do we I don't think we've gone southeast part of the country. Hey, that's where our new conference is going to be. That's right. Oh, uh, we got a lot of uh, listeners in Florida. Let's see: uh, Miami, Fort Myers, West Palm Beach, Palm Beach Gardens, Winter Garden, St. Cloud, Florida, Orlando, Florida. Uh, looks like Orlando, Jacksonville. What do we got over here? Niceville. Somebody in Niceville listens all day long. Mount Pleasant, South Carolina. Tons in Atlanta. Charlotte, Greenville, North Carolina. Rolla, Nashville. Franklin, Tennessee. Hattiesburg, Mississippi. 
uh, Fort Smith, Arkansas, Little Rock, Arkansas. Thank you, Sooner fans all over the country. Ref Army, thank you for tuning us in every day here on the Ref Radio Sports Network. TJ, who brings us our ref location? Affordable Door Company, your full-service garage door company, the official garage door company of Sooner Athletics. They compromise on the price, but not the quality. Visit them online, affordabledoor.net, or call 405-635-9499. So I've started following this Kelly Ford. He does a lot of uh, analytics stuff for college football. Uh, I kind of You might be dating him by now. You bring him I dig that stuff. Yeah, Yeah, I dig that stuff. (laughs) He's got a power ratings. A lot of people have power ratings. You know, it's kind of a statistical measurement of what the strongest teams in the country are and stuff like that. But uh, he put this out today, halfway through the season, biggest movers in both direction. Based on what we thought they were in the preseason to what they've proven to be so far this year, the team that is the most better than we thought and the most worse than we thought. The most bestest. When the season started. Does that make sense? Based on our preseason power, his preseason power rating, what he thought the teams were. Who has surprised and who has disappointed the most. Yeah, much better said by you. Well said. So what team do you think has the largest movement in the positive direction here? The most surprising or improved the most based on what we thought in the preseason? Um... I'm just scanning through here. Maybe Oklahoma is that answer? That's right. Yeah. That's right. The Oklahoma Sooners, by a significant margin, Duke second, Washington third, Oregon fourth. What team do you think has gone the other direction? Based on what we thought in the preseason, they've been the most disappointing. Well, based on their drop last week, or the last two weeks, actually, I'll just say USC. No. Ah, Dadgummit. Let me see if I can find USC here. I mean, they've only got one loss, but it's still, they've dropped like, what, 11 spots in the last two weeks? Whatever it's been. They would be 91st of 133. So they have, hmm. they've gone slightly gone, the gone. negative direction. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, it is your Baylor Bears. Ooh, come on, Dave. The most disappointing team in America, according to Kelly Ford's power ratings. Uh, I'll tell you a team that's down near the bottom, 128th out of 133, the number one ranked Georgia Bulldogs. I mean, that just kind of shows you statistically what our eyes have shown us, that they are not as dominant as we thought they were going to be so far. Yeah, and uh, any word on uh, Bowers after the game the other day? Mm, oh, that's a good question. I don't, I don't know. I have to look that up. I'm not sure. That's a big loss if he's out for any period of time. So, what are the Sooners favored by this week? Um, I haven't looked it up. I'm not sure. What do you get? Let's guess. What do you think it'll be? I would say. Don't look it up. I'll look it up. I'm gonna say sixteen and a half. Nineteen and a half. Nineteen and a half. That's the ESPN. Another field goal there. That's probably about right. Have you watched much UCF? No, I don't know that I've seen any of them. You watched any UCF? I I don't think I've seen them at all this year. I mean, the storyline this week's going to be Dylan, you know, playing his former team. Right, yeah. And I'm sure there will be some feels there. 
I don't know that there's hard feelings. This is a different coaching staff and everything. And I, as far as I know, he had a great time there and it just mm-hmm. coaching staff changed and he had a chance to upgrade and he did. So maybe they're mad at him. I don't think so. I think they saw the opportunity there, be it UCLA or Oklahoma, wherever he ended up. They, it was a better, it was better for him as a football player. So I, I wouldn't think there are hard feelings. UCF lost at Kansas State 44-31. They dropped that heartbreaker to Baylor where they had the big lead that they blew in the fourth quarter, 36-35, and then got smoked by Kansas 51-22. Also had a bye week this week. So Gus Milesons had two weeks or will have had two weeks to try to figure out how to move the ball against Brent Venable's defense. I bet they're not terrible. I mean, I bet they're. I'm trying to think. I, well, even the, the losses. SMU put up Cincinnati good range. Yeah. You think? I would say that's probably about right. Okay. I mean, they've they've, like I said, even in the losses, they've scored in the 30s a couple of times. I know that Villanova game they scored given up a lot of points. 40, 50 points in that game. So I mean they have given up a lot in of points. In Big 12 but... play they've given up 44, 36 and 51. Yeah, so that's not good. Better offensively than Cincinnati, much better. Much worse not, defensively. Not nearly as good but still like that range of how good. Maybe. Right. I don't know. Maybe. All right, break time. Chris Point joins us. He's got he's you know Chris, he does he knows everybody how good they are. So he'll tell us. We'll be back right after this. This hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you by RK Black, a leading provider of office technology solutions for small and medium-sized businesses. Call 405-943-9800 or visit rkblack.com. It is time for The Crossover with Toby Rowland, TJ Perry, and Chris Plank. Brought to you by Orthostat. Injuries aren't convenient, but Orthostat is. Orthostat, convenient orthopedic care. Seven days a week, no appointment needed. Now, with the crossover, here's Toby Rowland, TJ Perry, and Chris Plank. All right, it's game week again. That means I get to hang out with Plank this week. We welcoming in for the crossover now. Good morning, Plank. What's going on, T-Row? Game week is back. We've got Jeff Levy and Miguel Chavis today on Coach's Corner. That'll be taped. I'm looking out. I'm, at, uh, I'm in our little secret st- – well, it's not a secret. But I'm our studio over here, just adjacent to the downstairs TV studio, and I see that gleaming UCF helmet, and it's one of those moments where you're like, huh, that's right, they're in the Big 12 now. So should be fun on Saturday. Can't wait for it. Been a rough start to Big 12 play for the new guys, not Oof. just UCF. I think uh, what the four new teams and Baylor are the bottom mm-hmm. five teams in the Big 12 right now in the standings, so. Did, did you did you anticipate or did you foresee Baylor struggling this much? No. No. Me neither. And then, I, I didn't I necessarily expect them to be in the Big 12 championship game, but no. I didn't expect them to be as bad as they've been, though. No. It was wild. It was wild. But, yeah, I, I mean, you think about Baylor gets smoked by Texas Tech, and then, of course, Tech has the injury quarterback, which, you know, <laughs> I feel like every single year Tech is playing three quarterbacks now, but they, they get mm-hmm. smoked by Kansas State last night, and then Tech had smoked Baylor the week before. UCF had that massive lead on Baylor and then blew that. Uh, so I don't know what's more impressive, the fact that UCF built that big of a lead or that Baylor came back from it. So I don't know. It just 
in the bye week, I know Baylor was off this weekend too, but I just been looking around the Big Twelve trying to trying to see who can who concerns me. Um, if the Sooners keep rolling, who could be a team that they see in the Big Twelve championship game? And it seems like it's it's still pretty wide open. And it's who, who do you like think it, we were talking about this earlier today? Mm-hmm. After Texas, who's the next best team now? Now that you got one more week of evidence, it might be Iowa State. Might be. It might. Be. They're playing good ball. They are. Um, I, I'm not. This this is going to sound so so odd based on what happened over the weekend. But you know, even though even though Kansas lost to Oklahoma State, I'm I'm kind of not sleeping on Kansas. Well, Jalen yeah. Daniels. Yeah, when he comes back. If he comes back, assuming he yeah. does, they're a, they're a much better team. No offense, TJ. But, I know TJ's a big bean guy, but they are a much better team. But the other thing is the, um, you know, if Oklahoma beats him, that's three losses. You're out. You know, you're 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 uphill yeah. climb right now if you've got two losses. Right. So I'm in a, I'm a little bit intrigued by Oklahoma State now. Uh, but mm-hmm. this is kind of what Oklahoma State did last year, only a little bit differently, where they won a few games. The next thing you know, the bottom fell out. Uh, but that was an impressive win on Saturday. They, so, they're figuring but, some things out, aren't they? They figured out their quarterback. Right. They have figured out to give the ball to Ollie Gordon as much as possible, and he's really good. Uh, yep. They still got they still got the massive issues on both sides of the ball, but they're figuring it out a little bit. That's going to be an interesting one this weekend because. T-Row, I'm not ready to write off West Virginia either. I mean, they're a Hail Mary away from 3-0 in conference play. Yeah. Uh, but I, I think next week in Morgantown, this is coming well, next week, this is coming Saturday in Morgantown, I think that's going to be fascinating with yeah. Oklahoma and West Virginia. So, you know, we're only three weeks away from Bedlam, and I'm curious if this is going to be an OSU team that's going to roll in there, you know, 4-1 and in conference play, or will they stub their toe against West Virginia? I think, I think what you, you said it off the top, but I think what we all agree upon, this has been a steep learning curve for these new teams in the Big 12. In fact, what the only the only win is BYU beating Cincinnati, right? Oh, I'm sorry, Houston in the Hail Mary. So you have the BYU only win. The, the only win from a new team over an old team mm-hmm. is the Hail Mary. Yeah, that's I wild. Believe, that's just I wild, believe man. that's still true. Oh, no, you're right. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah. All right, man. Have a great show, and I'll talk to you later today. Toby, have a great rest of your Monday, man. What a day. Thanks, bud. Thanks to you fine folks for listening today. We'll do it again tomorrow. Rudy's tonight, 6 o'clock, The Huddle, 7 o'clock, The Brent Venables Show. Hope to see you there. Have a great Monday, everybody.